All right, y'all, we have this week coming up October 19th is the very first installment of UBH Presents Tickles and Tacos, a bi-weekly Tuesday night show at Indie Craft Brew in Muncie. Indie Craft Brew Tap and Bottle Room. This place is awesome. It's only been open maybe a couple of months, but we're bringing a regular comedy show in there. going to be every other Tuesday, starting Tuesday, October 19th. Tickles and Tacos. Come on out and get you some tacos, some laughs. The show costs nothing to get into. Uh, Just enjoy some tacos and some fantastic local beer, and uh, we'll see you guys in Muncie at Indie Craft Brew Tap Room Tuesday, October 19th for Tickles and Tacos. Y'all, welcome back to Uncle Buck's uh, Uncle Buck's Brew House. I guess I'm starting a new fucking. <laughs> That's what I'm talking business. about. Welcome to Uncle Buck's Brew House. That sounds kind of tight, though. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome to Uncle Buck's House. I mean, there is uh, man. Maybe I do just need a brew. Maybe I just need to get. Should have stopped at the liquor store. I've already got the name. Some the beers or something. Buck Nasty Ale. <laughs> Buck Nasty IPA. Uh, Buck Nasty Ale. Uh, maybe like. Uh, uh i don't know man i don't know what my own beers would be called like i don't know if i would have an ale i think i would just do ipas i just yeah. like IPAs. Mine's the oak i like i like ales but like mine's the oakwood stout ipa is an ale but nice the oakwood stout. Yeah. oh that's a good one and, I, and the reason that works did, pretty well the reason i did that is because i got really fucked up on a stout once because <sighs> it tasted so good and yeah. i had like two of them and the place I was like at, twelve percent alcohol. Yeah, well, the place I was at, you know, they normally give you like a six ounce glass or something. They were giving me red solo cups because knew the people. Oh shit! And whew, that was a yeah, that was a bad idea. A rough twenty minutes because also like not only are stouts usually pretty strong, but they fill up your fucking stomach with so much. Just it's 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 black matter to me <laughs> like to, like don't get me wrong is what it is yeah I, don't get me wrong i love the taste of a stout and they are very very good but to to have more than one to me is just like oh i don't want to have the uh, happy next 24 hours it, well i so that was my i want to have a rough time that was my first <laughs> stout and it was a s'mores stout it was a so milk good. stout so yeah milk, milk stouts stout. are very good i love a s'mores stout too and about halfway through the second one i was like I think I asked you, I said, I said, what, why, why do I feel so drunk? And you were like, cause that's about 12% alcohol. Yeah. And I just about shit my bed. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It be, well, because that's exactly how it is going in, coming out. It's a, it's a thing like <laughs> the stouts come in the way they go out. Um, Look out for the Oakwood stout. Ex- except it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that is the worst advertisement. We've already a, ruined the business. It's a killer going in the, and coming out. <laughs> this is the White Castle stout. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, let's. We wanted to talk about something. Let's talk about TikTok for a minute. So I was kind of late jumping into this game, and uh, BJ had mentioned something that I also have noticed. And that there is just a plethora 
of like hot ladies, hot older white ladies specifically. Suburban. I, that they're all single. Suburban, yeah, exactly. Single and broken. Yeah. And they're and like some of them are doing the sugar mama lane. Like I've seen some of those. Like I've seen uh uh like uh swinger talk. Oh, like yeah. that's a whole thing that like has that too, yeah. I don't know how the fuck uh uh tiktok is like yeah you sh- you would like this it's like what <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah she, i've shared some up? twerking videos with my how girlfriend, does that get brought up like, on your page it's just swingers just start sh- showing up on your what is it a for you page well they they had they do those memes right like yep. like the the whack is bonkers that one is <laughs> a very common one in swinger talk and it's oftentimes a girl that's like you know sees a cute like quote unquote sees a cute girl out in public what do you think whack is bonkers and like it responds with you know invite for a threesome or whatever or like <laughs> or like you know show to my hubby and see if he would be interested and like down at the bottom it says hashtag swinger talk and it's like got and there's actually like emojis for upside down pineapples and it's like you know which is see, if, if, if that's that? your lane yeah we absolutely could talk about that if that's your you know if that's your lane go for it. i mean do what you do to you know i'm not here to yuck anyone's yum but like uh you know it's just such a weird thing for them to be like hey Check this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah one I, I saw today was when you're at a swingers party and one of the other husbands pulls out 10 inches. <sighs> and then it says, and it plays like one of the TikTok type, whatever the popular songs is or whatever. And then in the other one I saw is like, and some of these moms are just, are just taking a beating on there. <laughs> and I just, the stuff that people, cause like, um, I might, I get dancing white women in their garage <laughs> <laughs> um pro wrestling and then like i got a couple swingers one i was like i've never even thought yeah and then now i'm getting indie now the algorithm's showing indiana people again it did that like uh, a year ago now they're starting to come back i'm out. starting to see some of those too like where it's just like how to how to explain to people that you live in indiana but still live three hours from indy you know yeah. what i mean it's like <laughs> it's like you know cornfield and i get yeah. a, a lot of them are uh, a lot of tatted women dancing yeah and they're like that's a new thing well not a new thing but it's 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 becoming popular but like the um God, what's the what's the most popular song i mean right i'm now? here for big thigh talk i'll tell you that right now uh big thighs and twerking all day or day the uh, iggy is a song you'd want a bitch like me oh yeah, yeah they're yeah. dancing like that and yeah. to those like that she'll drop it like me or whatever yep interesting but some so. of the stuff on there that they're playing pranks on each other like I would still get so furious. Like the there's, some of those pranks are way too far. I would fuck somebody up if I got pranked. I saw someone get hit with a pillow, like and then the other thing is they'll get right behind people at like a grocery store and and, be, and they like turn right around. like right on their ears. Yeah, the well, one I saw the other day it said pranks go wrong. He said um, he did a race. He's like, do you want to hear a, a racist joke? And the guy was like, well, yeah. He goes. Says something about a bicycle and a black guy, about whatever. And the guy got out of the car and he's like, start chasing. And the guy's like, dude, this is a prank. Please don't hurt me. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. That, you, that, oh, go ahead. Nope, I didn't have nothing. But <laughs> here's here's the point though is like if I end up on a video and you use my image for likes and you get yeah. monetary value on there, yeah, you, there should be an option to be able to get that. Like you, right now, this video has 
40 million views like how much do they make and i need half of that because they did it without my con- there still has to be something with content law yeah well so so here's the thing i'm pretty sense. sure the caveat there is whether or not they blur out your face in in the video they're not blurring out i haven't seen yeah yeah anybody. yeah if they're not blurring it out then yeah there has to be some sort of like um consent but th- but then again also there are some states that straight up have like in a public setting you have the right to film like in a lot of scenarios. So I guess if a lot of these people know that law and they're able to operate within it, they could probably get around if you're it. Just view, yeah. But, but what he did can be considered harassment. True. Very much. For so. sure. And one of the things that is, it's like this on Instagram. I don't know how it is on, um, TikTok, but they're like, some of these people are YouTube actors that are, making this stuff up so mm-hmm. the so the two guys could have possibly known each other and played it all out and said hey i'm gonna do this do this when i say this you start chasing me and and then the, the whole prank will be over so mm-hmm. and, and people get tons of use for it and i some of them are like super obvious like i tell my son I'm like dude that's not that's not real they they that's just acting they're not really beating each other up like i saw one right before you guys came up um it was a it said we did it kamala harris and biden shirt and this guy walks up and says i didn't think you guys liked guns it was in walmart hands him a hoodie that says joe biden touched me <laughs> and the guy reads it and he's like that's not funny that's very disrespectful and then uh, he walks off and hands the hoodie back and flips the other person off how's it disrespectful <laughs> joe biden touches everybody i just so, saw a interview about uh, i forget who the girls were but it was like a talk show and they were asking him like why he gets so handsy with people and and does he feel like um how did she word it it was basically asking him how he feels about the accusations of him of his close encounters with women being more than that and he went on this rant of gibberish literally Once, no yeah, words what he does no words no explanation and the only thing that you <laughs> could understand from it was legitimate it was legitimate well it was legit he said legitimate like eight times yeah and and the the female the females that were interviewing him were just like what the fuck is going on yeah. right i would just be like you know i made some mistakes but i'm no ted kennedy <laughs> <laughs> jesus did you see what, did you see, 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 did you see what clinton did, did you see, <laughs> see this I mean, if, they, if they go back through like the texts and emails of all these senators ah, dude. and just some of the stuff that they've, you know, and, oh, and, yeah. the, and the handlers that help them out, like, hey, we have the new interns or and the prostitutes yeah. that, that know so much, but will never say anything. And if they did, they would be murdered immediately. Like, uh, like, well, like not only that, but mistresses, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But um, some of those prostitutes may have been murdered anyways. For sure. Absolutely. But the funny part is about TikTok is go back to that is like that. And then there's and then what annoys me is, is like a, a video will come up and it'll say in 1963, the U.S. government, blah, 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 blah. It'll say part one, and then you go to the guy's page, and you're like, "Where's part two? Part two? Yeah. Don't put part one." And that, then that stuff is annoying. To I me. Yeah. Want, I actually watched the whole TV show on there the other day, just because uh, they now they're what up to three minutes or four minutes, I think. Yeah. So I watched this. I was just start watching this whole thing about Antarctica. I just kept scrolling through it. Hell yeah, dude! Interesting. Well, I, uh, I, I, but one of the ones that has jumped out to me as like the most sort of bizarre lane, and I think it's getting into my algorithm more and more. And I don't know if I like that or not. Is murder TikTok? And like, what I say about when I say that, I don't mean just like stories about true crime. Because I know last time we talked about that one about like the skin on the walls and shit. Yeah. But I'm saying that there are videos of like there was one 
of the police interviewing this grandmother. They informed a grandmother that uh, the man that she had attempted to kill had died. And she was excited. She showed elation about the fact that he was dead, and she was excited. She was like, yes, I finally did it. It was her son-in-law. Yes, and they bring in the family. And then they bring in the mom. They they bring in her daughter, (laughs) and and her daughter is like, mother, why would you do this? I'm devastated. And she goes, I need to do it. I've been wanting to kill him for 13 years. Like, (laughs) that's that's what she said to him. And then the granddaughter comes in, and she's like, She's like, honey, come give me a kiss. And she's like, you killed my dad. Like, why would I do that? And so, like, the people that work for, like, the detective's office or shit, they're just, like, trying to console the family. Like, your mom is clearly insane. And, like, I don't know the context around, like, what made her want to kill him. If maybe he did something that, like, she's been wanting to get revenge for all these years or whatever. But, but yeah, no, she straight up killed how did she, her, her how daughter's did she husband. I have no idea. They, like, it, it didn't it, have it, a bunch of details. It, it just shows the, the one part of it. It was in the interrogation yeah, room. Interrogation yeah, I, I room, wish yeah. I had more information because I'd want to look up the story. That's the other thing that drives you insane, too, is is that part right there. So uh, we were talking about that um, uh, on podcast because I showed her my stand-up uh, from Kettle Top. Someone wanted to see it or whatever. It was like yeah. 2018, 2019, whatever. And then one of the bits I have was watching the true crime and the dramatization and how pretty people are. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I'm like, yeah, then I saw what she finally looked like. And I didn't feel so bad she died. <laughs> Man. And, I'm like, and I go, and the, the crowd kind of boos me a little bit. And I'm like, stop, stop. When when ugly people die, no one cares. Or when pretty people die, we all care. When ugly people die, all we can think about, there's more room on the interstate. <laughs> Because I was wrapped up in that show, and I was like, "Yeah, I was like, I can't believe she killed her. She's so beautiful, and she's going to be yeah. like the." And then they showed the real picture, of her, and I was like, "Huh? She wasn't going to be that beauty like, queen." I don't know. I was like, "Why? Why is she on the front page of the paper? She's, <laughs> she's at least page four. <laughs> and my wife was like, "You fucking asshole!" <laughs> but that's what popped in my head. Yeah, for sure. I mean, think about it though. Like when you watch a movie, you know, and you. you look for like you know like you're into the, how attractive people are and stuff like that and then um and what is it investigative discovery channel it's the id channel they, yep. get, they they hook you oh yeah but everybody gets caught oh for sure they, they, yeah it's not it's not unsolved mysteries so, yeah it, everyone has to get caught on that show there's a funny uh on rick and morty Do you, have you oh watched? yeah i watch rick and morty the uh, episode when they're on the uh the universal uh cable and the it's it's uh it's the unsolved mysteries guy and i think it's something uh, it's the unsolved mystery guys talking about like solving murders fast and it was like and today so and so killed so and so's daughter and the guy walks in and yep here's the knife i did it here's the lady her body's over here take me to jail now and it's like three cutscenes of them just wrapping up the murder shows but in in no dramatization at all just wrapping it up within two minutes and that's how it should be done but if your wife is or your husband is watching those like like all day long a lot like you might need to get them out of the house well my wife does that man my and and my ex did too i mean my you know my girlfriend now definitely watches them a lot but like she watches a lot of like the British fiction shit. Like she's into some true crime. She listens to some podcasts, but what most of the stuff she watches on TV is like, like detective, like British detective shit. But like, yeah, but yeah, a lot of that shit that like breaks down how they got away with it. It's like, okay, like, come on, are we taking notes or what are we doing? If you saw my wife's recommended list, it would scare the shit out of you. Well, if they saw my Google, (laughs) Jesus, 
Well, and That's like, a good point. We've asked. I signed into I signed into Nate Robinson's uh, um, podcast Google just as I put it all off on him, and I wish I was lying about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like the other crazy thing about murder TikTok is like there's a, there was another video I saw that was the police showing up to. A, a, a house where the man had just murdered his wife and he, you could tell he was in shock by what he had just done. And he was trying to like, he didn't say that he didn't do it, but he couldn't like communicate with the officer. The officer's like, what's going on? And he goes, my wife's on the bed. Like, and, and like, yeah. And it says like this man killed his wife. And, and then at some point, like he says, uh, sir, will you just step out here with me? And he says, please don't, you know, before you restrain me, can I like call people or whatever? And he's like, restrain you. No, I'm not restraining you. And he goes, Oh, okay. And you could tell that he just kind of like gave the guy like a weird, like, like he didn't know the cop didn't know what was going on. The guy just, just like someone like the cop showed up. I don't think the guy was expecting the cops to show up, but must like, have been a white guy. Oh, definitely for sure. But yeah, no, he, but like it said down at the bottom, like this man, like straight up killed his wife and essentially admitted to it accidentally, like to the cops, like, and yeah, it was nuts. And, uh, like th there are other ones just super crazy, like bone chilling ones. Like one of them is like, um, here is the target footage. Um, one of them was target footage of a guy who had killed his Tinder date. There was footage of them on the Tinder date. And then the next morning there was footage of him going into like Home Depot to get like cleaner and like a big five gallon drum and a bunch of shit. And he's just walking around like nothing's happening. And like, it's narrating the story like with text. And it's like, at this point she was chopped up in his bathtub and he was preparing to get rid of all the body parts and so on and so forth. And like, it was just showing him going through the store and he just looked like anyone else in the store and it was fucking bone chilling. It yeah. Was how many, how many people do you think you'd pass in this? Oh store? my God. I, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know, especially in fucking Anderson, dude. Jesus Christ. My like, new, my other favorite one is 911 calls. Yeah. Like fake ones. My yeah. favorite one, <laughs> not fake ones. This was a real one. The guy thought aliens had landed and she's like, sir, and he was obviously under the influence. She's like, sir, calm down. And she's like, there's, he goes, there's this um, big flashing lights, big orb, big orb. She's like, sir, don't go over there. He's like, he's like, it's our new leadership or whatever. So he took all his clothes off, <laughs> runs through the bush to the other orb. And she goes, she goes, sir, you okay? He goes, uh, looks like I'm at a 50th uh, birthday party. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But that's real. Orb in the yeah. woods, and it was just yeah. Oh my God! Because Dude. yeah, in small towns they get messed up, and then and hell yeah, man, just keep, do all types of crazy shit. Dude, like I like I'm in a funny ha ha. Like you know, there's so much misery and murder and stuff. Like you're like you gotta find that 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 funny stuff and. Uh, I get a lot of cops brutality and cops on there and stuff. Oh, really? I haven't gotten any of that yet. I mean, I'm after this conversation, my phone is sitting right here. I guarantee my TikTok like, like feed is going to be Indiana literally identical. Yeah. The one that kicked that guy in the head, he, that was on TikTok, and then it was on there the next day. So yep. um, my favorite, the ones I don't like is this, is when they go to the police station, stand outside, and you're videotaping, walking around yeah, the parking lot. Yeah, trying to get someone trying, agitated. And, and to me, you're, you're not like, well, it's my First Amendment rights. And I just want to like, can we have like Amendment 1A where I can slap you? That's what Dave Chappelle did. I just watched that. Uh, I just watched his special. And he was talking about 
he was being um he was being recorded yeah and it was a he didn't know it was a he didn't know it was a girl he was he kept on saying bro bro she was like i am a woman like, well, Whoa. no, he called her. No, he uh, he called her a bitch ass, and 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 uh, thought it was a thought he was talking to a man, but it turned out to be a trans person, and and yeah, and like, uh, uh, but yeah, exactly the the, the 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 same thing is he's like, I call everyone bitch ass, like I call my own child bitch ass, I call my <laughs> best friends bitch ass, but because this person is trans, you know. I, it's gonna have a whole different context and he knew that that dude was like filming yeah back there the dude. big ass dude was filming yeah and the woman was trying to fight yeah well the was agitating was it the trans i'm sorry the, they're not called the trans you can't just call them the trans you i panicked <laughs> see that's what happens it's that's when you say them that's what them is for it that, means everything okay who you, they them yeah, them yeah so so now that's okay why wouldn't it be? Because when it you applies say, to anyone. If you don't know someone's pronoun, they or them replies, applies yeah, to everyone. But if you say it to the wrong person, they're like, what do you mean they? I don't think that's a thing. I I've, think it's a black thing. Yeah. I'm just yeah, saying. I think, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think if you say they to the wrong people, I think only black people is going to worry about it. Okay. I mean, but I'm see, just saying. It's all confusing. They, that's what I'm saying. It's confusing as hell because yeah. they're offended. Can't say that they're not offended. What do you mean they? It's the so, same so, thing that, that trans are, are are saying. It, it's it's like every part of every community. You got you got everybody's. There's certain groups, every groups that's that are waiting to be triggered. White ladies, right? Well, they're waiting to be triggered by something. You know, you have some black people. Well, whatever every race has or whatever. They're they're just some people are just waiting for you to fuck up, and that's the sad mm-hmm. part. That is truly the saddest part. Yeah, you know is is. We, I know somebody that you know went from female to male. I, I don't care what you do. No, but if I fuck up, don't hold it against me. Right. Sure, and, and, and that's the that's the part that bothers. Now, it, 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 it's not like you know, it, not like I'm sitting here and me and Nick getting a heated argument. You know, I call him the N word. That's a little different. Yeah, right. you know, well, and, and, that's a directive. Yeah, yeah, and from you know, and you know, from communicating with the few of the people that I do know um, that that are trans, they said the only time it ever matters to them is when people don't attempt. They don't care if people get it wrong. Because they know it's a hard thing for people to do, but it's when people like know, like they know you well enough on a person-to-person basis that you go as like you can tell obviously if someone is attempting to present as a female or male, whether it's a woman or a man. Like like, like you can tell pretty obviously obviously whether they're presenting as a male or female. And if you were to get it wrong, and they correct you and you don't even attempt to try and make a change, that's the only time I think anyone that I've talked to has ever been offended because at that point it's just like, you know, I it, it's like at that point I just don't care. But it's like it's one thing if you were to try and make a guess and you do it incorrectly, they said that happens all the time. That's just part of their lifestyle and that's part of it. They just are just like, hey, you know, if you don't mind, you know, my pronouns are see, and and this is her what, she, which uh, you know is uh, is generally something that is you know not a hard thing to have, but yeah, you are going to run into people that are that are going to try and hold it up as something that is uh, they're going to hold it up as something that is just like this thing that can't be broken and should you, it's a travesty, and that's unfortunate. That's really kind of yeah, unfortunate. I know, and and, and that's that uh, happens like you said, it happens in a, in in 
any culture orientation. I mean, I can't tell you how many times did I, I mean, I, I still get kind of offended when I'm at work or I get a phone call and they're like, yes, ma'am. And it's like, no, sir. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a, you know, it's like, I shouldn't get offended. I know, I know it was, just, I know. Yeah, exactly. I know it was just an accident, but like, you know, I still kind of am like, well, that's not, that's not me. Yeah. yeah. And then, and that, and that's where, that's what makes me laugh. I mean, because like the whole time we were brought up as like, Yes, sir. No, yes, right. sir. No, ma'am. Yeah. And, and then it's like, you need to get it right. And I'm like, I'm just trying to be respectful. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. I'm exactly. holding the door for you. Yeah, for sure. Like, We're 30, 40 years old. 41. And yeah. then, and I'm the last person who gives a fuck what you do. I also just right. try to avoid pronouns in general anymore. I do too. Yeah. I'm always like, I just hey. need your name. Yeah. Are we doing the fist pound handshake? What, what are yeah. we doing? Or I just call everyone bud. Hey, bud. Yep. No, it's friend. Friend's another good one. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Yeah. It's, it's this for me. It's it's always a fist bump because I get tired of. So you go back and forth. Back and forth. <laughs> I like to yank it back and forth before I hit his hand. It's like you're driving a semi. <laughs> oh, well, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was waiting for it to finish. He just yeah. <laughs> I'm usually up here Man, when I do it. Though. I gotta Aww. say, let's talk about the Chappelle special. BJ, have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I feel like a solid half of it was... F- I, I would look at that from the mouth of any other comic and be like, this is hacky as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Like, like those, the space Jew jokes? Like, come on, dude. Like, that was a solid setup. You could have brought in an even solid punch, but you knew that you could get away with this phoning in of a punchline, and, like, everyone would laugh at it just because of the knee-jerk reaction. And that's okay. If you're in the if you're in mm-hmm. that arena as a comedian and, and as a just, just general public speaker, like, like, I don't think what Chappelle does anymore it can be considered saying strictly comedy because it's, it's really combination comedy spoken word. And... Like, like just a couple of those, a couple of those jokes and punchlines just seemed very like he didn't know what else to put down. So he's like, what's the most shocking thing I could say? Now, he did say before the whole special that this is going to be his last for a while. And he wanted to address directly the, 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 you know, quote unquote, getting canceled and whatnot. And the, in the, you know, idea behind that and whatnot, which I get. Um, but like some of that just seemed like it was going in as like a solid direction with a setup and then just was like jerked in this very sort of hacky way. And like that, I didn't, you know, love, but at the same time when he was real and he made his points, I think he made good points. And I think that when he, you know, stuck to like making those points that he was able to drive them home with comedy and in a very funny way. Um, that was really just kind of like storytelling, but yeah, th- there was like a good chunk of it that I was just like, really, that was the punchline you landed on. So I'm would like, you think on. that possibly because of what he was talking about, but that might've been the joke that might've been the joke he was going for is like, you're expecting me to have this like whole thought out drawn out thing here, ah, space Jews, you know, like that might've been it, you know? Well, and, and I, so do you think that it could have been also like he was not necessarily scared, but um wanted to get a point across and the it's not that it's hard to get a point across with comedy because he's dave Chappelle, so he can get his point across but to be taken serious it's not hard to get your point across in comedy if you're dave Chappelle, like you said yeah yeah just to make that caveat but yeah um but just to be taken more serious about it you know like obviously he's gonna do his 
his punchlines and whatever, but it did seem to me like there was a little fear in how he was wording things. Like he would even go back and say things a couple of times and he'd get frustrated because he was talking about the situation with the trans, with the transsexual and the yeah. fight and everything. And it just, it, it, it did seem hacky in certain parts because it, it felt to me like he was trying not to say the wrong thing. Cause you could see that there were all different kinds of people in his crowd. Like yeah. you saw like what obviously Okay, no, never mind. I'm not. <laughs> but there, there were two people in the crowd that you could tell were, you know, from that community, the LGBTQ, all that. They were from there, and there were plenty of times when they were not laughing at all. Like they were stone faced. They were like, "I am going to go straight to his manager after this." Like they were not having it, and I felt like there were probably more of those people in the crowd. He got he got paid. I mean, he already got paid. Yeah, and he just he did he was like this is my last one, and I just think he went out there and then it wasn't because you can't do that many specials in a row. Like if you've ever listened yeah. to any comedian talk, it's about two years between specials. Yeah, the only person to really do it successfully was George Carlin, and he somehow was able to put out a special every year, and he did it every year for like almost ten, and and it was insane. Like that's unprecedented. Yeah, like you said, and and, and, and so and, and I, I just think that he didn't have fear because like he did he he you can't he, it's all you can't cancel somebody that there's still large large actually here's what can happen is so if a large portion of people are turned off by it. I guarantee there's a bigger portion who never heard of him are going to be turned yeah. on by it. Yeah. For sure. And and I think that, yeah, I, I think it's a, it is a combination of a couple things. I think that he knew those inflammatory punchlines were going to be known as, A, obvious satire to the people who love him. And he knew, B, it's going to be headline fuel for anyone who doesn't. And I think that was kind of like genius marketing because he could have just written the funniest punchline, but that's not going to draw... A bunch of views like like this thing is getting views from people that would never watch a dave Chappelle special just because yeah. they want to watch it and get mad yeah they want to know what everyone's mad about and so like that's i think the other side of this too is he's you know using it to not only make a solid point but he's also you know using it in a way to be like hey you know i'm going to use your own you know ego and, against you and do people not understand that like if you don't like something don't give it attention it's still in the top 10 it's still <laughs> top i mean 10 on yeah and and he's probably gonna have it's probably gonna keep rising because you know i've heard i heard from some people that it was that he was over the top he was talking about this community and then i watched it and i i didn't think it was over the top at all i i thought he was actually kind of holding back personally on on a lot of things but in, in trans community suicide is, is 50 50 higher in that community right it's it's obviously it's a very very difficult thing to go through right mm -hmm. but then when we go through and look for spokes spokespeople that could have came out we have the worst spokesperson that not we but they had the worst spokesperson they did mm -hmm. caitlin jenner is mm -hmm. not a spokesperson yeah i'm, I'm not right and so right also to, killed a guy yeah killed a guy on malibu on um uh, pacific highway yep um so pal i think it's pal although woman of the year woman of the year right and then it was very very hard for her to come out caitlin to come out sure and do that. but you also come from this family that was considered a laughing stock right and and that and then so but there could have been people 
to me, right there, that got everybody off on the wrong foot. And you've heard Chappelle cut up Jenner, right? You mm-hmm. also brought up the thing about the baby. He killed someone in Walmart. No one, no one said a word. But mm-hmm. Dave made a, but he made it one off on uh, the gay community when I cancel him. So it's yep. okay to, for another. But and and I know that's like, well, that's kind of not the. Yeah, no, it is the same thing. Yeah, like it's a, it's 100%. A, it's, it's a class that's been. Yeah, um, marginalized and, marginalized, and yeah. minority for yeah, and, and he's and you know he he even made the point uh, for anyone who not who hasn't watched a special. I don't think I'm ruining anything here by saying this, but but he just kind of makes the point where he's like, you know, um, uh, you know, there have been decades of you know suppression of those that have been actively members of the you know um, LGBT community, but like. Uh, you know, there are people in this room who have generations of trauma from hundreds of years of suppression and, and, and oppression. Like you're trying to look at these people and, 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 you know, be seen as equals when, you know, you're the first one to call the cops, Like right, you right. know, and it's like, that's not how this works. If I you want to be a minority, be a minority. I think that's where his frustration comes from. Is yeah. He's been yeah. a minority. He's went through comedy central bullshit with, you know, the white people and the stuff over there. And some people are like, well, it's part of business. And then, you know, and it, he was called crazy and then this. And, you know, he brings up stories of what, what happened to Martin Lawrence about, you know, success. Yep. And you look at the African-American community and then you're like, now we're now we're supposed to be more sensitive for this. But it's like we're still trying to get the same respect. And I yeah. think that's where a lot of the not hatred towards that, but like. Yeah. No, no, until we get a, why should you jump ahead of the line already? What she said, why should yeah. you jump ahead of the line when we're, we're, we're still not? Yeah. And yeah. I, I think his comment about Caitlyn Jenner was, was spot on because mm-hmm. and it, it's not the fact that she is a woman. It's the fact that she won woman of the year without understanding what women actually go through. Yeah. And that I even mentioned that. And that to me, if I was a woman, I just feel like that would be a slap in the face. Um, I would have, I would have, handled kim before i would have handled caitlin but then yeah, kim Kardashian, yeah. you know that she would have met, met that would have made more sense to me right than caitlin the, the caitlin know? went on the roast and allowed him to make all the comments about her she laughed yeah. them off and it's like okay but it's not okay to joke but it is okay to joke if you're part of it. so it was just yeah that's yeah. where that's where my frustration is i don't care what anybody does just don't hurt children or animals that's always been my rule right yeah, yeah. And, you know and don't harm people but what i don't care yeah, but but I am getting to the point where stuff is getting shoved down my throat, where I'm just like I, I don't care. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. Yeah, and same. It's, I it's turning a lot of people off towards a lot of towards a lot of things because you're constantly making people feel like we're part of the problem. I'm like I'm like I'm a white forty one year old white yeah. male. I'm not part. I'm not part of the problem. Yeah. It, well, and and see, so here's the thing, and this is what's so interesting about this is they're almost forcing the opinion on you, like you have to make an opinion. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that the three of us should ever have to have an opinion about any of this until it directly affects maybe someone in our family or we're asked to make one. Or yeah. I have, we have kid, Nick, Nick and I have kids. We uh, is sure like, it's going to be a conversation. We just teach tolerance. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that's absolutely it. Kindness, yeah, for yeah, sure. And that's it. Like I always tell my kids, I don't care what anybody else does. That's their business, but like you yeah. always need to be respectful of it, and you know, and but like y- y- everything is so 
offensive no matter what it is now and that's to me that's boring it's like yeah. you know it's the blazing saddle theory it's boring and it's yeah. almost incentivized because if that person would have got a video of dave Chappelle, well he they did get the video and they did try to send it into uh tmz i believe it was right yeah and tmz like obviously knowing dave Chappelle, it didn't it didn't follow through but if that was anybody else or someone else like most people are looking for that quick paycheck the like, gotcha moment yeah, the, and these companies are giving that money out, telling people, go find somebody fucking up and we'll ruin their life for you yep. and give you this money. Like, yeah. that's really, I think, the root cause of all of this is are, are these companies asking people to get that. And they're in lit they're, it's like an, obviously an indirect ask, but it, when you give incentive, people are going to go and try to you know capitalize off of that that's that's what america's about well and and then even then that's a long chain to chase because then then how does that story become valuable clicks yeah. you know if, if you eliminate the ability for clicks to create value then all of a sudden that story never has to get made and that sure. thing never has to happen so so but but you're right at the same time there's a lot of people who benefit <coughs> from destroying another person now does that mean that people who are prominent and influential shouldn't lose such status upon conduct that is that is uh you know not worthy of that title anymore then you know sure that's also up for the public to decide mm -hmm. and when there are a few quote unquote gatekeepers like it just seems to me like like tmz definitely gets to pick and choose what they post for who and if you don't think that they're getting the most leverage they can from every story possible you're wrong right, right. like 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 tmz might as well be the fucking cia for hollywood yeah. you know what i mean well, like think about it kanye was in the building so how many kanye stories they may have got of yeah. paparazzis but here's the other thing about it is um uh actors and actresses now they're they're still more upset when people who are not gay or straight are not getting the roles of playing gay people and i'm like when did but it's acting yeah so like barney stinson was the neil patrick harris played the best straight man in the history yeah of sitcoms so if that's we would have had to have a straight man play that he would not be as good as that's yeah. my go-to every time yeah and i love and uh, uh like i said neil patrick harris is like, mph is a shit dude. yeah like like i said is and he's um he's gay and he's married has kids and i fucking support it and love it to yeah death. and here's what one of the things that i think is interesting about that is because i think that when they when when anyone who says that says like oh well they need to have a gay person playing this gay role well what if this role was written for someone who walks and talks like you know r.i.p but let's say philip seymour hoffman just someone who's just very kind of like you know can, can be very sort of sort of schlubby and kind of like you know not put together but like or or let's just say someone who's still alive like a jack black let's yeah, just let's yeah, just say let's one. just say they write a part that is for the personality and person that is Jack Black, but the character just happens to be homosexual. Now, in order for this role to be the best it can be on screen and it was written for Jack Black, it's just that in this story, for a lot of the jokes to quote unquote make sense or maybe whatever the storyline is or whatever the character line is, he just happens to be homosexual. I don't think that 
I feel like by saying you need to have homosexual play homosexuals play homosexuals, you're putting them in a box. I think that you're stereotyping homosexuals. I feel like when when they say like well you you need now when, when they say we need physically disabled people to play physically disabled people in movies, there's a lot of physical characteristics and visual characteristics there that goes along with someone who's maybe been born disabled as opposed to someone who just sat, sits in a chair and recites lines. I think that's a very different sort of thing. Well, the Brian Cranston movie was a big one. Yes. Yes, for sure. And like movie. Frankie Muniz, like he played the guy in the wheelchair, the boxcar derby, yep. boxcar racing or whatever. Like, uh, and he got a lot of flack for that because that guy had like, um, like cerebral palsy or like he had palsy of the lower legs. And like, you know, he wasn't, didn't look like anyone who's ever looked with palsy. Like it's just not how he looked in that but movie. The other thing is what's the point of movies? What are they supposed to do? They're supposed to make money. Sure. Uh, so that's the other thing is you have to have people you can market. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And then the and the other thing that Hollywood does that drives me insane is like the very first person ever with Down syndrome starting. I'm like, like right away you're just yeah. You know that's not you're exploiting yeah. the 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 victory of this you know quote unquote marginalized you know population for your own benefit. And what's the thing shouldn't have played radio? Yeah. For sure. Forrest Gump yeah. should not have been, you know, if you, just, you know Jenny, what? Hey, by the way, Ginny is the biggest villain in movie history. Now I, agree. I, I researched it some more. Someone said that and I went through it just like I think Mr. Miyagi Shit. was a little weird. Yeah. And I think, and I also think that, uh, um, uh, Doc Brown was a little weird too. Yeah. I oh, always for thought sure. Doc Brown was out. Yeah. Cause yeah. my son's 16. You want to come over and play some guitar? No, you're yeah. going over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You come over and do science in my house. He's got plutonium at his house. And you want, yeah, he, you know? he's, he's got a fucking, he's got a flux capacitor just waiting to be used. What do you, you know, the, I think the person that really killed the uh, whole, um, disabled person, but he was, uh, not disabled. It was a guy off of, um, there's something about Mary. I forget his name. Uh, um, oh, with the earmuffs. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no. He, Actually, I Wait, forgot are about you talking him. About, uh, are you talking about Ben Stiller playing Simple Jack? No, I'm not uh, talking in, about that uh, one either. In, it was uh, the guy that had a crush on Mary. Yeah, he's but the guy he, with the, the legs. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. He was and, a pizza delivery guy. <laughs> he was a pizza delivery guy, and there was a scene where, like, he was trying to get up on his own, and he, yeah. like, <laughs> I just, obviously, oh, and I don't all, think In Mary's cares. office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's the funniest one in there, but I forgot about the dude with the earmuffs. He yeah. actually did. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he was. Uh, if he I was think that guy might have been in the ringer too. Yeah. Oh, I forgot was about the, the ringer. The, might have been, dude. The ringer, all that except the one guy, yeah. was actually handicapped. Yeah. Uh, and who that that guy? And, and he just happened to have Down syndrome. He's been all types of shit. All that one guy had was like really big glasses, and he just spoke a little different. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't do much. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm all about opportunities, right? That's one of the biggest thing about it is, but don't make it like all of a sudden if I can get um, Channing Tatum to play a gay man in a movie, like that's Channing Tatum playing a gay man. That's going to make that people, will sell. That will sell because you're, if you're going to spend yeah. eighty million dollars on a movie to make it, could you, you imagine if Magic Mike was actually male strippers? That would not sell at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like if there were, like, I guarantee if there were, like, there are some gay actors and actresses that are blockbusting, blockbuster, like, dollar makers in Hollywood, but, like, maybe they weren't right for that role. And when there is, you know, some, uh, uh, you know, high dollar, you know, um, 
LGBTQ plus, you know, actors and actresses in Hollywood, I'm sure they'll get a lot of roles. Uh, but also I can see the other side of it where they're like, well, how can we get any <laughs> blockbuster, you know, making yeah. actors if they're not given those roles. And so it's like, well, you know, I mean, I feel the, those opportunities pop up, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a strange thing. Like, like again, like, that this is one of those things where like normally we wouldn't need to have an opinion on this, but because it's like a thing that's a big, you know, conversation. Because, well, because they were making, we a, feel like we, we kind of do a lot. They're you know, make, people are making us feel guilty for the yes. movies we liked. Right. Yeah. Once again, it's based on talent. Yeah. If you're talented enough, you should be that role, but that doesn't right. always happen if you're talented enough. Right. You know, um, see Thomas Howell was great in the outsiders, but he couldn't get anything after that. Right. Yep. And Tom Cruise did, right? Yep. And I know that's a whole different... Sure. You know, like Matt Dillon or whatever for the longest time couldn't yeah. get a role or anything yep. like that. And then that's what I'm saying. These guys are talented actors and they could... And then all of a sudden, the little bit of fire went off on them. Um, if you ever watch Entourage, one of the best series, it yes. talks about it all the time. You need to strike while you're hot. If not, yeah. if you if you don't keep making... Stay busy and then people forget about you in that time. Yep. Yeah, right? dude, dude that played Rudy. I thought he was a good actor. Sean and, Astin, man. He's yeah, a shit. I, I, can, uh, I can never remember his name. Dude, he was great in uh, 51st Dates. Yes, he was, he was great in that movie. I keep and forgetting he was in that. He, yeah. he had a sitcom out. I don't know if it's still like, out. Yeah. <laughs> He talked like this. <laughs> well, you're offending people that have lisp. I'm just, we're not trying to offend people. We're trying to make people laugh. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. Exactly. Like, if you yeah. listen to the Nate Show. The movie's show, offensive to people with amnesia. Like, if you listen to the Nate Show that came out. Uh, but they won't remember being offended. The Nate Show that came out on Wednesday. Like, I can get canceled for that show. Yeah. Like, I literally could. But I own all this and you can't cancel me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? But I'm very sympathetic as someone. Very sympathetic. Because I think sometimes if you experience things, so if if you are um, like Barney Stinson may got, it, let's just say not Barney, but let's just say um, George Clooney, whatever played a gay actor, and all of a sudden he's like shit. Now I kind of get it. Now I kind of like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, no wonder what they go through. Yeah. Or or the movie or whatever. A movie's supposed to is supposed to suspense your belief. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, I mean, there's still certain places like pro, pro wrestling. It's not welcome of a lot of gay wrestlers. Yeah. There's a great piece on um, Chris Cannon you should watch. He actually ended up killing himself. Shit. Yeah. Damn, I did not know that. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, how many football players, I mean, have come out and basketball players? Yeah. Did you hear about John Gruden? Yeah. That shit is crazy. No, From, like, four years ago? Seven. Seven, seven years Don't ago get it twisted. That's, that's what's crazy is it's coming from seven years ago those are completely different times i'm not saying like this guy was innocent because we all know john gruden but if people are allowed to do that i mean it's never gonna it's but that's the whole thing though if they ever like they could listen to this episode right now and one of us could make it big and then go back to this episode be like well you guys were kind of being negative no no yeah. no no we're not no we're yeah. not i'm 41 years old and i i welcome everyone into my home one of my uh, good friends is gay mark i call him gay mark yeah and uh i always and and you know i hate to say like well it's like i have a black friend but no like i learned so much from him and and carl like i never spent time with with gay people yeah right and those two guys are my buddies and they're great but they they taught me things that, that i should know that there is yeah. like two different forms of being gay yeah yeah like carl, carl you couldn't tell was gay and then mark you could and then mark would carl would always give him hell he'd be like you're the reason people don't like gay people. And he, it would joke because he got a stain on his pants, have to go home and change. And he's like, are you, those two together made me feel comfortable being me around yes. them. Yeah. And they made me feel, you know, the same way yeah. when I spent time with like Mondo and, and, you know, you know, my, uh, 
African Americans, black people, like you start to feel more comfortable with being you because you don't want to be on. I feel like we're on edge. Yeah, yeah. And I shouldn't have to feel like I'm on edge. No one wants to say something to get get caught on film saying it, which can happen at the hands of anyone at any time. It's like I mean, not okay. Obviously, not at any time because we all have general solid self control. But like, but yeah, if some people are as easily provoked as you know the people from TMZ are, and if anyone's going to be masterful in you know, at escalating an inner, uh, an altercation to the point of being valuable enough to sell to a tabloid, it's going to be those people. And it's like, you know, if that industry is out there, I mean, uh, there are people who do that for fun. I mean, yeah, some people do it for money, but there are some people who do that for fun because they're that petty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a, I know I'm petty. It's um, yeah. But, it's a lack of fulfillment personally and getting laid probably. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> try one, it. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's like, it's like someone who sets out to ruin someone's marriage. Yeah. Like they, they don't want the man or the woman. They're just for like, sure. Hey, let's just see what, let's see what Tuesday brings. Yeah. You know, I or, think what you were saying earlier is, is a huge point because having different perspectives around you and being able to see how another person thinks because of what they've been through, what experiences they've been through, that is how people grow and that is how people learn and it feels like they're trying to take that away from people by creating these um paradigms of um uh of being offended like yeah at some point you just got to sit down and, and ask the person like why why do you talk to me like that and then you get to understand why this person talks to them like and then you get to understand why that person is offended or upset and then at that point you guys can Hopefully, come to a middle ground. Well, it's stereotypes, right? And I'll tell people, hey, where are you from? Yeah. Southern Indiana. Right away. Yeah. Boom. No <laughs> black people, no minorities. Mm-hmm. Anderson, you guys have your own stereotypes, which you guys yeah, have. Yeah. Right? People think yeah. it's just meth heads and dildos. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. That's only one side of that's, town. Yeah. That's just like but, a few but you blocks. see my point. So, right away, even before I say anything, oh, yeah, my name is BJ. Yeah. Oh, I grew up in Southern Indiana. Oh. You're one of those, huh? Yeah, near, near Martins, they'll start naming like, the most racist. I'm like, no, I didn't grow up in Martinsville. Yeah, are you Grand Wizard? Yeah, <laughs> or Dragon? Are it's you a, sm- are you Grand Dragon? If they start saying stupid stuff, I tell them like, yeah, we did have a road where it was called Hangman's Corner. <laughs> and that's where the Ringo Brothers were actually hung. The first people, for, the very first train robbery was based out of Seymour, Indiana. The Ringo Brothers. Shit. That's why it's called Hangman's Corner because that's where they hung them at. How the oh, fuck shit. have they made a movie about that? Uh, I think they made a couple low budgets. But anyways, right away, you know, is because I, I, I said this the other night and I was just like, you know, my son Greenwood has a couple, uh, I think one or two black kids in the football team. Whiteland had more and I was just so like enamored by that. What? They have a better football program. Well, okay. That's the. Re- I mean, I'm not gonna lie. They have a, they have a better football program. They it's a white land. Yeah, and new white land. White land and new white <laughs> land. They didn't even have a different color. <laughs> they just wanted the same color, but new. So I guess the story was, and this is not verified. So if someone knows anything about white land, let me know. We lived in white land, uh, which is on the left side of 31. If you're heading south, on the right side of 31 South is New White Land, right? So I was like, I was like, what, what what's going on here, guys? <laughs> 31 is the is the Indiana Mason-Dixon, I think. Yeah. And I, he said, well, this guy wanted to build something. He wouldn't let him build or expand, so he just started his own town. I was like, what? so he called it New Whiteland? He's like, yeah, I just went right across the street. A guy started a new town. Yeah, you could do that, I guess. What the fuck? I bought, I'm uh, I'm going to be getting a little land out in Ireland so I can be called a um, uh, lord. Like, you, you can buy a small, like, you can buy. And we're talking about diversity, bringing people together. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to be a lord. <laughs> 
Nick. Well, look, hey, I got a buddy Nick. that's already done it, and you're you know buying him. a piece of paper that says it belongs to a piece of land. Yeah, and you're gonna have to refer to me as Lord. You fuck. No, I'm not. What makes you think I follow? Don't talk to any, your Lord that way. What makes you think I follow any of the hierarchy language within the United Kingdom, let alone the People's Republic of Ireland? Because they may not brush their teeth, and you don't want to be talking to them. Right, you fucking right. Yeah. Oh, in it. I don't know. Uh, in it. Okay. In it. Everything's a question. Um, <laughs> so New Island was started in 1954. They can't. You can't. Get That's canceled. the height of racism. <laughs> if there was any time to start a new white land, it's I just, 1954. I just want to preface that Buck was the one that said that, not me. I, the, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I understand the history of racism. No, yeah, no, it's I, white culture, unfortunately. I, I love that you are feel so strongly about it. Yeah, like, like, it, he wanted to call it Blackland, but no one would have went with it. His name is John Black, probably. What was his? This is so. You're not gonna believe this. What? Wyland was platted, P L A T T E D. What does that mean? Uh, the land was platted like the uh, its borders were established in 1863 by Joel B. White. Joel B. White, dog. No shit. Joel B. White as fuck. <laughs> and then let me go back to the other one here, real fast. Joel B. Hey, White. Man, you know Joel B. White? Hey, man, you know Joel B. White, dude? I, I'm Joel B. White. I'm Joel B. White. I platted this here land, brother. Yeah, I'm pretty sure platted means to establish the borders, or at least like officially. Do you think he was the guy that killed the Indians in the area? Maybe. So that be white man. Yeah. See, the so problem is it, white man. it doesn't really give um, New Whiteland. It really doesn't say. I went to history, and all it says is New Whiteland had its start. Uh, US 31 uh, was rerouted through the areas incorporated in 1954. So that's where the dispute was about US 31. Hmm. Because here's the funny part is, uh, this I'm going to transition just, just for a second when we come back. But So people are like, I don't want to take my COVID shot mandated, right? Okay, I get it. But somehow the government can come in and be like, hey, we're taking your house. Yeah. We're, we, right, need, yeah. we need to put this road in. And, no, and everybody, no, 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 that's okay. Though. That's, that's, I'm just like, why do we pick and choose? Yeah. Like, there's so many things that are still messed up that yep. happens to us. We're like, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Like, I own that car. Why do I have to pay taxes on this car that I own? Yeah. Yeah. Why do we have to pay insurance if we're making copays? We were just talking about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why am I paying someone to allow someone to take my copay? Why can, I, why can I not negotiate with my doctor on how much I pay him? Yeah. Meritocracy. But we, but we can't, though. But we're like, well, the, you know, the government says. Yeah. For sure. You know, and that's where my huge, huge issue is. There were so many different things I, w- I was thinking about, like all these people think people that do things and they're upset about the government. Like, like, have you not realized that like they just do what they want anyways? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the government's far, far too large for us to ever contain it. It's going to have to be completely destroyed before it's ever reestablished. And to circle back it's around. It's going to take a cataclysmic event. That's exactly what Dave Chappelle is talking about. What's that? You're a part of this minority until you got to call, until you got to call the police. Yeah, and it's like it's the same thing in making a decision. Yep. like you're for this decision until the government comes in, forces and your hand. forces your hand. You know why are not why aren't people questioning that? Why aren't people saying there's far more people in the United States than there are the government? The government can say I have to pay child support for my kids, right? I mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't want those kids. 
why why how mm. could you make me pay for something i didn't want mm-hmm. but well my, that's what my dad i think this is what he did but <laughs> I, I was like, Where are you going? this is my dad's argument it's a true it's a true story but you see my point it's like no you have to pay this yeah like what why you know and and it's one of the biggest things is about it is we're okay with the gov- government like why, i don't want that but one thing that bothers me is cops can read your license plates even at a stoplight to me that it's the most invasive thing in the world well you know we're looking no 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 if i'm a law-abiding citizen i haven't done nothing you shouldn't reread my place mm-hmm. that's that's to me that bothers me and people like you know that's just you know Keep no. You safe. no yeah that's safe. that's bullshit because they're trying to do the same thing in our neighborhood they're trying to put license reading license readers at the start of our neighborhood to monitor who's coming in and out why that's what? how people yeah i'm dead serious that's how people to keep you out exactly <laughs> that's exactly true that's that's the way i feel like there's been more there there's been more uh accidental like murders not necessarily murders um not necessarily murders but like altercations with police and minorities shall i say to just keep it broad um, in in these situations, like this, shouldn't even be thought about anymore. There's places that have actually adopted this and tried it, and it's not turned out well at all. No, you should. Interesting. No, you shouldn't. You should not be reading my license plate unless I did something wrong. And then the same thing that happened in Detroit with. Did I tell you about the cops in Detroit? Oh yeah, C- coming up to you in the parking yeah, but, lot. Yeah. And I was just no. I was like, I'm. It's a public. It's yeah, a it's a sure. private parking lot. Why are you bothering me? This is yeah. America. I can't talk on the phone, Kim. And, and, I, and like I said, I respect cops. They have the most whatever, right? But what I'm saying is, it's just like more and more people are just losing more and more respect. It's because obviously the more and more videos, like the dude got kicked in the head in Indianapolis. Come on, yeah. Like for what? Yeah. Or the paraplegic they dragged down the car. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like. Well, like, I mean, uh, dear sweet Lucas Waterfill, one of the funniest fucking comedians in indie, has uh, heavy cerebral palsy, was straight up tear gassed by indie police during the fucking George Floyd riots. What's he gonna do? Run over their toe? He was just. Jesus. It was actually. I think it made it on like the cover of like a New York Times for like a day or some shit. I, I don't think they. They think it was the thing was supercharged. That had to have been. Yeah, I mean, got he's, some kind of flamethrower on the yeah. back. And speaking of which, he's got a hilarious bit about actors acting crippled in the '90s and getting all the awards. Like, and he's like, "I was just fucking born talented." Like, he's so funny. I love. Fucking yeah, he's hilarious. Lucas Waterville. He's uh, he's he's a treasure. If you ever get a chance to go see him, y'all. But then when you say things like this, it goes full circle. This episode, like, if you're like, "Well, you're anti-American," I'm like, "Oh my god." Okay. Like well, that that's that's you know that's the easiest thing in you know to say is like you're either racist, anti this or anti I'm like I'm because they're assuming your opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just asking questions is be like cuz you you'll go on social media and they're like fuck Biden and fuck this and all that and I'm just like you're talking about the containers can't get in and I, there was a good TikTok actually watched the guy on the guy that worked there. So when COVID hit everything shut down a little bit. So when they instead of bringing on new people and training them they didn't bring in all the trainees they normally do for that influx. So there's a lot of people that are not trained, don't know what they're doing when all these ships and containers are coming in. So they're falling behind due to lack of training. So it was actually kind of a, that's what's happened at one of the docks. Fucking a, well, and like, I mean, you know, we, we, uh, see it so so often like it's it's one of these things where again 
it always comes back to we don't have to have an opinion on a lot of the shit. It's just that we get told through whatever form of media it is that we're consuming what the opinions are that are being had, and then we get told what our what you know the people that we align with generally are thinking about it. And we just are assuming that we just are assumed to go along with them. Mm. And it's like you know you ask questions to form an opinion. If someone's asking you questions. It shouldn't be to reinforce their own opinion. It should be to, it should be to help, you know, strengthen their opinion if anything. And yeah, dude, well, it's the, just bizarre. The opinions are incentivized. That's nowadays. like Carl, who's gay, and he let me ask him any question yeah. I want, and it was it was just I was like a kid, like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? What about this? Yeah, for sure. Both of those guys were married to women and had kids because they were around. Uh, they were a little bit older than me, probably about mm, nine years older, eight years older. Because Carl's dad was the bank manager in a small town in Mississippi. Yeah. Can't be, and then, yep, uh, can't be gay. And then uh, Mark was in um, served in the military <sighs> and then had two daughters and he couldn't, married couldn't say anything because of his, uh, his parents' religious upbringing. Yeah. So, and it's just, but like, if anything, just keep asking why. Just why? Sure. Why are we doing this? One of the best movies and very, very graphic movies that i've watched is that movie with jim carrey i love you philip morris i think is what it's called yep with you and mcgregor it was him and you yep. and mcgregor that was a fantastic movie in my opinion it was very it's very wild if you haven't seen it but it is fantastic because it's exactly what bj's talking about this guy jim carrey lived his life as a normal uh you know husband and wife and he was in his 40s and uh, he got into a really bad car accident and almost lost his life. And at that instant, looked at his wife and said, I'm gay and went on to live an extremely, extremely homosexual life. And I, but it, what is, what does that mean? Dude, like you just have to watch the movie. Like, oh, damn, I guess so. Like you'll understand when I say it, like it, it's what he it means is very when, when uh, they have pride fest in Chicago, they, um, they rent out a bunch of hotels <laughs> and this is a true story. This is what Mark told me, and Mark loved telling me these stories. And like you could tell the, who the who the homophobes was at work. Um, we'd all be outside smoking because they would walk away, and then <laughs> me and Jay Moy would be like, "What you did? What's what next? happened?" <laughs> and uh, if you left, you know how the hotel doors have the metal thing to leave the door open. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if that if that was open, that meant you can come in. You were just invited in, no matter what. Jesus. Interesting. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a Fuck, lot of this stuff. Man. He was Jim Jim Carrey turned into this very just open for anything type of person. Oh, Mark is. I, I've tried to get Mark on the podcast to tell me stories. That would be awesome. Oh man, because he's done gay porn, um, all kinds of stuff. And then he just when he tells stories and then and and all the things like he's been to festivals, been overseas and done all these things. But if you see him wouldn't even think of it. Yeah. He does some crazy shit. That sounds like an interesting conversation. Oh, yeah. For sure. Well, y'all, I think we're getting about to it. What time are we showing over there, BJ? Uh, we are at uh, probably just now right in an hour. Fuck yeah. Hells yeah. Y'all, uh, it has been another fun time here at Uncle Buck's house. I am fucking starving. 
And uh, I've had fun with you guys. Just a reminder, Tuesday, October 19th, we're, we're starting a new show at a new room in Muncie at Indie Craft Brew Tap Room uh, just on White River Boulevard. Um, Tuesday night, 8 p.m., Wilkin Cannon just won the uh, uh, Bloomington Comedy Festival. Um, he's going to be our featured comic with, another, with a lineup of secret comedians. Uh, we've got a guy coming in from Brooklyn. Which will be fun. Um, Brooklyn in the house. Absolutely. So uh, you guys coming out Tuesday. And uh, yeah, Nick, where can they find you, buddy? In Oaks 55. All social media. In Oaks 55. BJ, you got uh, episodes with uh, Nate and... Uh, Nate Robinson's out right now. Also an episode Concept, Concept as well. Fuck yeah. Live from LA. See what he's been up to and doing. And then um, podcast just did theirs. They'll be out... Uh, uh, there's the out on monday fuck yeah well uh y'all uh be on the lookout for uh, i think i got a possibly a helium show to announce coming soon so um give me uh your follow at at uncle buck's house on all forms of social media the podcast at ubh at uncle buck's podcast actually and then follow the production uh and all the shows coming up at ubh presents y'all thank you so much for stopping by we're gonna go out to uh sturgill simpson's uh, all around you the uh, cutting grass version the bluegrass version this is one of my favorite songs of his uh, and y'all take care be safe and uh, make good choices